0: good evening good to see everyone out tonight if you'll stand with me as we turn to page 132 make sure it's right Yeah, 132 there's power in the blood
1: Power, that power, 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 wonder-working power, power in the blood of the Lamb. And I hope that that you are as well so thankful for what the Lord Jesus has done for us and given us victory and, uh, and given us grace and strength each and every day. And what a great reminder, what a great way to start our service tonight, being reminded of the precious blood of Jesus. That gives us victory. You're on the winning side if you've trusted Jesus as your Lord and Savior because your sin has been completely dealt with washed away and we stand before a holy God complete white as snow not in our righteousness but because of the righteousness of Jesus and I'm grateful for that tonight so I welcome you I'm glad you're here uh, sure is a, a tough night outside cold and rainy but grateful for those of you that are here tonight and also uh, grateful for those of you that are joining online with us tonight and I uh, just want to remind you um, that next Sunday morning we'll have baby dedication looking forward to that uh, next Sunday morning and, um, and then on, on Friday, I didn't mean to skip this, our youth will be going uh, to Look Up Lodge, leaving out on Friday, and uh, we'll be going through Monday. And so um, uh, praying that our youth will have a, a wonderful retreat at Look Up Lodge, the teen camp. Uh, pastor Greg always does a great job there, um, the resident pastor at Look Up Lodge, and, and he he's really uh, provides a powerful word and will challenge our students. And uh, they have great breakout groups and have a great staff up there and a wonderful facility. A beautiful place nestled in the mountains up there. And uh, so uh, just know it's going to be a great time. Let's pray for our students. Have a great winter retreat at Look Up Lodge. And and um, and then uh, I do want to remind you that on uh, uh, January the 23rd is Sanctative Human Life Sunday. And uh, looking forward to that. Kelly Fowler is going to be sharing uh, her testimony with us. And, and just looking forward. I know it will be a special uh, next couple of weeks. Celebrating life. Baby dedication. and uh, and then Sanctity of Human uh, Life Sunday uh, on the 23rd. And then we're going to have a men's prayer breakfast. Um, I believe it's the 29th, if I'm not mistaken, the last Saturday of the month. We'll be meeting at 8 o'clock, and um, Doug Alexander is going to be preparing breakfast, and you know that's going to be good. Uh, So men, be sure to sign up at the Welcome Center and uh, make plans to be with us on the 29th for our... Men's Prayer Breakfast. And then we'll have some projects that we'll be uh, working on together. If you can stay for that, that's fine. If you have to leave, we understand. But uh, that's always a good time of fellowship, doing some work around the church, too. So uh, I do want to remind you about that. And uh, and then, uh, remember, we have our marriage retreat at the Dillard House, February 18th through the 19th. And so, couples, I hope you'll make plans and, and you'll sign up. Uh, there's a sign-up sheet at the Welcome Center for our men's prayer breakfast, as well as our marriage retreat to the Dillard House. They'll be coming up uh, real soon, coming up in uh, February, 18th and 19th, and, uh, and Jeremy Murk, pastor at Norris First Baptist, is going to come be with us. He and his wife, Stephanie, and I know it's going to be a special time, be a, a great time of fellowship together there at, at the Dillard House, so I do want to remind you uh, about that. Also, uh, continue to pray for Patsy Morris. Lord willing, praying she'll get to come home on Tuesday. And, um, and just continue to pray for Jean Watson. She's struggling. We want to pray for her, lift her up to the Lord in prayer. And as we uh, mentioned this morning, continue to uh, please pray for, uh, for David Brown as well. want to remember them. Also, Archie and Elaine Newberry, I uh, want to remember them in prayer tonight um, as we pray. And uh, Mary Carty, Weasel Carty, is our shut-in of the week. And the information's in the bulletin if you want to give her a call or send her a card. Let her know that, that you're thinking about her, and I know she'll uh, she'll love that. She loves our church, and um, always enjoy visiting with her, and, and uh, she loves our church, and so continue to uh, remember her as well as our as our shut-ins uh, as we pray. Now, uh, Super Sunday coming up in February, uh, we're going to have our chili cook-off, our super chili cook-off coming up. We'll be saying more about that on, on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we'll have our worship service, and then we'll follow that down into the fellowship hall, and and uh, there'll be some prizes for uh, for the uh, top two uh, chili that, that's that's uh, voted on. So uh, it'll be a good time, great fellowship, and a great time of year. Can you imagine some good soup tonight on a night like tonight? Uh, but um, but I just l- remind you that that's going to be coming up as well. So just a lot of things uh, coming up, and I'm grateful for that. And uh, let's be in prayer for. And, of course, our Sunday school uh, started back this morning, and uh, we're going to continue that. Uh, Looking forward to meeting together. Uh, We always um, meet at 845 for fellowship if you'd like to come and have some coffee and donuts, and and then uh, small groups at 915, and and so looking forward to continuing that. Also remember, uh, midweek service will be meeting Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, and uh, there's a place for everybody, so youth will be across the street. Our our kids meet here in the main building, and and then uh, adult Bible study and prayer meeting uh, out here at 7 o'clock, so just remind you about that and um you know as i shared this morning let's be people of prayer you know let's commit ourselves uh to praying more and more uh jesus said men ought always to pray that they not lose heart and so that implies that if we aren't people of prayer we don't call on the lord in prayers we should that we're going to lose heart so let's not lose heart let's stay close to the lord and let's pray and let's pray for our church let's pray for our youth going on uh their retreat coming up and let's pray for our uh our baby dedication and, and sanctity of human life Sunday and let's pray for our marriage retreat our chili cook off and all the things that we have coming up uh, don't forget uh, also ladies that we have a we're planning a, uh, a baby shower uh, this Tuesday at 630 now Jessica who the baby shower is for uh, she's in the hospital right now with kidney stones and um, so um, I, we found that out this afternoon and they're going to keep her overnight so I'm not sure about what Tuesday will look like and I'm not sure how, how that's going to play out, but, but just you know we'll send word out and and uh, we'll we'll let you know about that. And uh, so just remember, Jessica, um, she's expecting and um, and and the baby is is due in, in next month. And so I appreciate the love that our church family is going to be showing to her. And and so um, Lord willing, let's pray for her that she'll be able to come home. And uh, God will God will help her and be merciful and, and touch and heal her uh, through this this time right now. But uh, but we certainly want to show her love, and, and we're going to do that, and uh, we'll we'll get word out and 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 share with you about uh, Tuesday night. And this, of course, is is our normal WMU night, and so the WMU will be meeting, and and hopefully Jessica will be able to be here with us uh, for our uh, baby shower. But I think this is wonderful, um, you know, to to let this this lady know that we love her, and um, and and we'll look forward to this. Uh, if not Tuesday, we'll uh, we'll be getting with her, so. Anyway, there's a lot to be praying for. I came out here uh, before our deacons meeting. We met at 5. I came out here this afternoon and just sat right over there uh, near, near the cross and was just thinking about the truth that burdens are lifted at Calvary. Thankful for prayer that we can call on the Lord. Prayer makes a difference. And um, no matter what we face, let's pray and let's seek the Lord. And we'll find grace and strength to help in our time of need. That's what the Bible says. Grace and strength to help in our time of need. Um, So let's do that right now. Let's call on the Lord and ask God to help us tonight as we pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you in Jesus' name for who you are. We know that you're mighty and supreme and true and living, and you're the answer. No matter what, Lord, you're the answer uh, for everything. And I pray that we'll look to you and trust in you and rely on you. God, I thank you for prayer that we can call on your name. And Lord, we unite our hearts together right now as believers in Christ, and we call on your name, and we ask for your help. Lord, those that are battling sickness and those that are quarantined and, and um, Lord, those that need a touch from you, Lord, I pray that you would touch and bring healing. We pray for your mercy tonight, dear Lord, and I pray for Miss Jean Watson, God, that you'll help her, give her strength, dear Lord, and touch and heal her, and I pray for Miss Patsy Morris as well, Lord, that you'll be with her. I pray that indeed she'd be able to come home uh, on, on Tuesday. We pray for Mary Carty, our shut-in of the week. We thank you for her and her love for you and for her church, and we love her. and. I pray you'll encourage her and help her, Lord, this week. And uh, we pray for David Brown. We pray for Archie and Elaine Newberry. We lift them up to you. And thank you, Lord, that we can call on your name. There's a lot to be praying for. There's a lot of need. There's real problems and and real fears and anxieties, but there's a real God. And so we look to you and we ask for your help and for your strength. Bless our church, Lord Jesus. We think about uh, things that we've shared that's coming up in the life of our church. God, may you be honored and glorified. And Lord, I pray for young couples, Lord, that I know the devil doesn't want them to go on a marriage retreat, and they're going to be busy, and he's going to make sure that they have excuses and reasons not to go. But I pray, Lord, that, that they'd be able to come and be a part of our marriage retreat, Lord, that, that maybe they perhaps would even be able to come and, and, and be more active. And, and, Lord, we just pray for, for, um, for those, those young couples, Lord. And I, I just pray for baby dedication, God, that you will use that to glorify yourself. I pray for uh, Sanctity of Human Life Sunday that's coming up. Lord, our hearts break for since 1972 the uh, abortion and and, and many uh, precious lives lord have been taken and lord i ask for your mercy and grace on us lord and i pray that that will be reversed lord and and we thank you that you created us in your image and and we're fearfully and wonderfully made and so we look forward to these next couple of weeks god that you will be glorified and and uh, lord all that we do lord i pray that your work would be accomplished and god you'll help us lord to increase our faith and uh, Lord, help us to to be living examples and be witnesses for you. Thank you for each one that's here tonight, Lord. Also, Lord, I pray for Stony's dad. I failed to mention earlier, Lord, but you're very much aware. You know what's going on. Uh, Stony got a call in our deacons' meeting that his dad had fallen was out in the road, and and they've called EMS and some deputies were there, and and uh, and so I just I, I pray, Lord, that everything's okay. We understand that they they think that Bob's okay, but we just pray about that and. And for Stoney and for Jennifer right now as they minister uh, to Bob. And I pray that you'll help them. Give them wisdom, Lord, about some decisions, God, they'll be making. And uh, and I just pray for them, Lord. We lift them up to you. We love them. And so I ask, God, that you would help us so much, God, that we could pray for tonight. That we need to pray for. And we just look to you for help and strength, Lord Jesus. And we, we just give you everything. And we trust in you. And we thank you for your power, Lord. And I pray that you would increase that. Your grace and strength, Lord Jesus, on us, we ask. In Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. Let's stand together, fellowship with one another. Tell somebody you're glad to see them tonight.
0: got to find your seats, like musical chairs. If you'll turn with me to page 10, How Great Thou Art. This will be our offertory tonight. We're going to do the first, the third.
1: can't be here, Lord, due to illness and and sickness and and other issues, Lord, we just pray that you be with them and give them peace and comfort, Lord. Lord, just be with Mark as he brings your message to us tonight. And as we take these tithes and offerings, we just uh, pray that you'll use those to continue to uh, grow your kingdom. These things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Mentioned uh, during prayer time, there's so much to be in prayer for, and um, one of the things that I that I didn't mention during prayer, you know, we had a prayer time at the end of the service for uh, for Reese Dameron, and um, since I had gotten home uh, this afternoon, I had had seen an update um, that uh, that they uh, they 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 believe she's she's in the Atlanta area, and um, and so. Um, I had, I had reached out to someone, and as it turned out, uh, they have a family member that's flying out of Atlanta right now at 6, and um, so they asked for a picture, so I sent them a, uh, a picture, and, um, and they, you know the tip that they had, had gotten was that the, the person that, uh, that Reese is with was planning on taking her out of the country. So we just pray for the angel armies, and we pray for the power of God, you know, um, even if it takes an automobile accident God would spare you know her life but whatever it takes to keep whatever from happening uh, we believe that God is able and um, so um, so I just I just share that uh, with you I had I shared what uh, Reese's sister Cassie had had posted on Facebook so if you want to see that if you're on Facebook you can go on my Facebook and see that and so you share that away you you know you let people know and her pictures related to that but um She's a 10th grader and um, and so um, you know they, they just other than that tip you know the family's begging you know people to share so um, so we just pray that they'd not be able to leave the country and um, and I you know we just give it in God's hands and I, I sent Johnny a, a text and let him know that we prayed this this morning we're going to continue to pray just can't imagine you know what what it must be like for for these parents and for this family uh, so um, you know we love them and we know that God's in charge, and God's in control, and um, and so maybe what the devil intends for bad, God will somehow use to glorify himself, and God will intend it for good, and um, so as we begin, uh, once again, as I shared, there's so much to be in prayer for, uh, but let's call on the Lord right now. This could be a, a vital time right now. Um, wherever down in Atlanta, wherever it is, maybe somebody will see something, or or, or somebody will notice something doesn't look right or, or whatever it is you know let's just call on the lord and ask god to move so let's let's pray together oh heavenly father we come before you right now in jesus name and we thank you lord that you're sovereign we thank you that you're on the throne and we thank you lord that that you're mighty and supreme and lord i just pray right now on behalf of reese dameron i ask god for your mercy i pray for your heads of protection God, I pray that she'd not leave this country. Lord, I I pray, God, that you would work. I pray that you will uh, just help her, Lord, to to be discovered and found, that somebody will see something and press upon somebody even right now. God, at this very moment, you know exactly where she is. And and so we pray, Lord, that that you would be merciful. And I pray for the power of God, Lord Jesus, that, that you would work on her behalf. And I pray for Johnny and for Kelly and for Cassie and for Peyton for the family. God, we lift them up to you, and we call on your name, and we ask for your help and for your mercy. We pray in Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. All right, if you'll turn with me to Philippians chapter 4. I want to continue, really, what we started this morning. And tonight, I want to preach to you a message entitled, God-Pleasing Generosity. And, of course, here we are starting a new year, and I've added in 2022 with that you know God pleasing generosity um, if there's ever a group of people on the face of the earth that ought to show generosity it ought to be the people of God but you know sometimes some of the meanest people can be Christians can't they and so God delivers from that you know we get a good dose of salvation and the grace of God as we sung about a few moments ago there's power in the blood why do we have salvation why do we have a personal relationship with God because of the blood of Jesus and he shed his blood and he paid the price that you and I owed that we could have never paid. He paid it with his own royal blood that we might be forgiven and have salvation. And so when you consider what God has done and made possible for those of us that are believers in Christ, not, nothing that we've done, salvation is of the Lord. And you think about what we have and what we enjoy in Christ, that we have the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Through the blood of the Lord Jesus. And then you think about how great thou art. And, and we stand amazed. We stand in awe of God. As awesome and powerful and great as He is. He's holy and righteous. He's perfect. And He's living. And He's true. And He's self-sufficient. He relies on nobody. He relies on nothing to exist. He's self-sufficient. Now, it interesting, we want to be self-sufficient. We want to be like God, but we're not. God is, is all-powerful. That's the God that we believe and trust in. He does not need us. But thank God, He's made a way for us to be restored back to a right relationship with Him through Christ. And it's called grace. It's His everlasting love that we enjoy the grace of God. And so as we think about all of that, we're reminded of our salvation and we're reminded of what we have in Christ. We ought to just be kind to each other. I mean, when I'm I'm reminded of the kindness that God has shown me, I should want to show that kindness to others. When I'm reminded of the great love that God has, has lavished upon me and, and on you, I ought to be loving to each other. And so the, the church at Philippi was so loving and so generous to the Apostle Paul. That's the way that we ought to be. We're going to try to pour out this love on, on this, this young lady here this week. Um, you know, a, a single mom and, and uh, has an expecting child coming up and she's going through this difficulty. Uh, we're going we're gonna to try to show some generosity to her and that's the way it ought to be we ought to do that for each other not only outreach but in reach think about those maybe that's not here tonight um and and they they would love to be here or they can or for whatever reason they're not here let's let them know that they're missed and and let's show them love and show them concern show them generosity god-pleasing Generosity. As we preached this morning about how to live in 2022, and we talked about prayer, we talked about unity, and we talked about joy, and we talked about what to meditate or think on, the good godly things, I pray that we would also include how to live right here in verses 10 through 20 as we consider God-pleasing generosity. So follow along as, as uh, I begin here in chapter 4, beginning with verse 10. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Oh, they were so kind and generous to Paul. And Paul says, Your care has flourished for me again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need. Here it is. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased, and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. Here it is. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All God's people said, amen. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now, you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, No church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but only you. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, I thank You for Your inspired, inerrant, infallible, all-sufficient Word tonight. May it become alive and real to us tonight. God, I pray that we seek to be God-pleasing, generous people to each other for Your glory. Use us, Lord Jesus. Help us, we pray. In your precious name and all God's people said amen well I want us to see first of all in verse 10 that God-pleasing generosity leads to rejoicing notice what Paul says in verse 10 I rejoiced in the Lord greatly why was there rejoicing he says he greatly rejoiced why because your care has once again flourished to me though you surely did care Paul says you know you'd like the opportunity but you cared for me. And once again, your care and your generosity has flourished to me again. You know, I, I think about this when I think about being generous. We love to receive, don't we? I mean, I, we all do. I, I, I like to receive and, and um, you know, I like to be on the receiving end. But, you know, it's, it really is true. And 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 Jesus said it's more blessed to give than to receive. And And in our society, though, it seems like that we just always want to receive and this consumerism mindset. Just receive and receive. And, and yet, you know, we don't seem to understand that you know, that there needs that, that really the blessing is in giving. You know, church is not a place to come to get your needs met. It's a place to come and meet the needs of others. That's the right mindset that we ought to have. We, we come and we think of others, not, not always thinking of ourselves and, and receiving all the time. And so here Paul says, you know, your, your generosity has flourished towards me again. Now notice that. That means that they were generous to him once again. This was not just a one-time thing. But they were generous. They showed kindness and and generosity uh, to Paul uh, once again. And so he, he proclaims in verse 10 that he rejoiced and his rejoicing was in the Lord. In other words, when he thought about their kindness and their generosity towards him, his rejoicing wasn't selfish, but he rejoiced in the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Are there, are there people like that that comes to mind that you're just so thankful for? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Miss Chrissy. Every Sunday comes and, and, and plays the organ and uses her gift willingly every Sunday you know, for worship. Thank you for Steve, Lord. Every Sunday will come and, and will, will teach in his Sunday school class and, and, and is faithful. Thank, thank you, Lord, for, for John Kinarney and, and for uh, his willingness to serve as deacon and and thank you for for his for his heart and and thank you Lord for for the Averys back there, and, and their desire to want to be in the house of God with the people of God, uh, to pray together and worship together and, and to be faithful to you. And thank you, Lord, for, for Dennis Jackson, for, for being a, a deacon, being willing to serve in the office of, of deacon, and, uh, and, and, and through, even through some difficulties, just wanting to stay focused on you, Lord, and wanting to be a part of, of your work. And, 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 and thank you, Lord, for, for Canaan that's here tonight, a, a, a young man that could be at home watching TV or playing video games, but He's in the house of God. Thank you, Lord, for Miss Vicki that over the years has used her gift to sing and to, to be a part of the choir and part of the music ministry. Thank you, Lord, for Miss Helen always bringing some newspaper clippings or, or some magazine articles or things that where she has, has studied to show herself approved and, and wants to share that and is faithful in the house of God. And if she's not here, you know it's because she's not doing well. Thank you for her testimony. Thank you for Larry that's always here and a part of Sunday school class and that's here on Wednesday night. And, and I know his dear bride would be here if she uh, weren 't sick and and they 're always faithful they 're always here thank you lord for for my wife and and and, and, and how she plays uh the piano and, and it just seems like that if, if she's not here I'm just incomplete. Thank you for a wonderful bride and, and, and Lord thank you so much for what she means not only to me but what she means to our family and what she means to our church. Thank you Lord for Donna that just keeps pressing on when difficulties arise. Has that faith to just stay focused and to, and to look to you and to serve you and, and so as a church family we're praying for David tonight. We're calling on the Lord and thank you Lord uh, that, that Donna was in Sunday school this morning and she comes every Sunday and and teaches Sunday school and leads worship comes at four o'clock or five o'clock there may not only be a few here but she still comes and she's faithful to serve she comes on Wednesday nights an hour early for those that would come and and would would uh, practice in the music thank you Lord for Donna and and for her love and service to you thank you Lord for Miles and his and, and his uh, love for you and how he, he he wants others to know about you and how he sings about you and shares about you and he's always here and and uh, we just thank you so much for for my thank you Lord for Dana and her willingness to use her gifts to, to serve as an administrator lord or, or, or as a coordinator uh, for our youth and, and for our Uh, for our hostess committee and and for our our kids and it it uses that gift so well and 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 helps with our children's church and 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 supplies the 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 children's church and the nursery needs and and all of this thank you lord for her willingness thank you for for chris and his willingness in the past to serve as a deacon and it's faithful uh, to be in the house of god and to worship you thank you lord for for Michael Canarney and for Megan Canarney, they're the pastor kids, and yet they, they still come even though their dad's preaching. Thank you, Lord, for them, and they're willing. They're going to be going on their retreat coming up, and thank you, Lord, for them, and and uh, and thank you, Lord, for Mister jerry nally back there and his faithfulness and i always love jerry when you talk about your dad and you share quotes about your dad and and that's just remembering uh his his dad and how how his dad was that godly example and how he's faithful to the house of god and his dear bride would be right there with him too Uh, if if she weren't uh, you know trying to quarantine because of this COVID stuff and and thank you that they have Keeley here and Keeley sings in the in the praise team and is a vital part of that and a part of the youth group thank you for Jameson back there I'm amazed at Jameson and how times that that he'll know those lines in those Christmas plays or Easter plays or whatever it is and and he's faithful and he's here and he sings and and he's a part and and, uh, and so I'm just so thankful for that. Thank you for, for all that's here tonight. Thank you for Brian Dismukes and, and Cindy Lawrence up there. Faithful every every week, Sunday and Wednesday to come and to minister through technology and, and to minister through audiovisual and, and so faithful, Lord. They're laying up treasures in heaven, and I thank you for them. And thank you for Penny up there, Lord, for allowing Brian and Penny's path to cross. And And I'm grateful, Lord, for... For, their, for her sweet spirit and, and Lord, all that are here tonight and I thank you for those that are watching online. And so as, as Paul is is thinking, it's not all about Paul. Oh no, he's thinking about all those that surround him. And as he thinks and as I have, have been blessed tonight to, to think about each of you, I just want to rejoice in the Lord and just say thank you, Lord. You know, generosity leads to rejoicing. And it may just be that we might lack rejoicing because we're not being generous, we're lacking generosity and so thank you Lord boy what a great reminder of how we love God God finds us where we are he doesn't leave us there but we grow in Christ and we serve God and we're faithful to serve the Lord I mean I I think about baby dedication coming up, godly young couple Daniel and Megan Nations is going to bring their precious boy that God has blessed them with crew and is going to dedicate that baby to the Lord. And I pray our church family will love them and will support them and, and encourage them. And maybe God will use that for other couples to think, you know, we, we need to do that. We need to be faithful to God and we need to dedicate our, our child, or our son or daughter to God and that God will use that. Sanctity of Human Life Sunday, Kelly Fowler came to me and said, Preacher Mark, I would love to share my story. And what a story she has to share about God's grace and about how, uh, how God worked, and, and even even a, a miracle. She was told one thing by men, but God said, i got something else. And now they've got uh, a precious twins, and, and, and we love the filers. And, and so she's going to share. May God use that on the 23rd in and, and our men's prayer breakfast. I pray that we'll come, and we'll have a full fellowship hall of gathering together and, and gathering around the table for some great food Physical food, but also some good spiritual food as we call on the Lord and, and we fellowship together. And then I think about this. Uh, I don't know what, about the about the shower and how that's going to work out. But I pray that we'll be generous to Jessica and God will use that. She's mentioned about how she plans to come and visit our church, and I pray that that will be the case. And I know these next several weeks are going to be difficult on her as she's going to be having a baby and she's dealing with a kidney stone. But let's just show generosity because generosity, uh, when that happens. Uh, generosity leads to rejoicing. Good, godly rejoicing. And I pray for our marriage retreat, that we'll have couples that will, that will participate and that will go, and, and, will, and there'll be other things going on, but they'll just make it a point to say this is important. And we'll have a great group that'll go on our marriage retreat, and we'll, we'll be together, we'll fellowship together, and, um, and, and we'll, we'll have a wonderful time with God's people together, and that God would use that for His glory. I'm just so thankful for this church family. I'm grateful for the opportunity. May we never take it lightly. And I pray that all that we do, that we will think of others and love others. You know, that we'll reach out to others. And, and we, we, all, we, all, we all need to do that. Think of others and reach out to others and show kindness and generosity. And Paul says, you know, you've, you've shown generosity. Your care for me has flourished again. Man, I want to be one of those people that just pours out into others, and they say, "Mark, your generosity's flourishing towards me again." I don't want to be one of those that just sit back with arms crossed. Why, why don't you do more for me? You know, I don't want to. I don't want to do. I don't want to do all the taking. I, let, let's let's understand that it's it's not so much give, getting as it is giving, and so that leads to rejoicing. We want you want to rejoice, then be a generous person. I, you know, I've never heard anybody share. I mean, we, we helped a family at Christmas this year. And um, I've never heard anybody share that, you know, I, I, I reached out or we reached out and we helped someone that was in need. And doggone it, I'm mad about it. <laughs> no, it's a blessing. And, and it leads to rejoicing and not only to the one that's receiving, but the one that's giving. And so Paul's reminded about that, how generosity leads to rejoicing, But also, verses 11 through, thir- uh, through 13, uh, God-pleasing generosity will help keep things in perspective. It's not about always giving or, or always getting and, and, and um, being thankful for what you always get and wanting more, you know, like tithing. I'm just going to tithe so God will bless me more. It's not about that. It's about loving God and wanting to worship God and giving back to God what He has, has, has uh, faithfully blessed us with out of worship. You know, it's not about giving so I can get... But we have a proper perspective about it. And Paul had that. Notice here in verse 11. Not that I speak in regard to need. Here it is. For I have learned whatsoever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. How is that? How has Paul learned in whatsoever state that he was in to be content? You know what Paul is saying? Oh, gracious. So gracious for your generosity. Thank you for your generosity. But I have learned if I receive generosity or if I don't, I am content. Whatsoever state I am. How how is it that he knew how to abase or or how how to abound? Here it is. Notice the last part of verse 12. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. Both to abound and and to suffer need. You, do you hear the proper perspective there? If I'm lacking or if I'm, if I'm flourishing. You know, I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. How? How is it that Paul learned that? I mean, he's in prison writing this letter to the Philippians and he's just overwhelmed with their generosity. But he's got a proper perspective. I've learned in whatsoever state I am to be content. Oh, isn't it great when everything goes your way? Isn't it great when you call on the Lord and you make a request to God and God answers your prayer? Isn't that great? But like Adrian Rogers says about our prayer request, we better have an if not clause. But if not God, I learn to be content. How does that happen? How do we learn? How do we have that proper perspective about generosity? If I receive it, great. If I don't, I've learned to be content. How? Well, let's just look at verse 13. Here's the key right here. I can do some things through Christ. What does it say? All things through Christ who strengthens me. Is God your strength? Listen, if getting stuff is your strength, you're going to be miserable. And those things that that might give you strength, all of a sudden they're going to wear out. It's It's not going to last. You'll be even more empty longing for more. But if Christ is your strength, and you're looking to Christ and your focus is on the author and finisher of your faith and you're looking to the Lord and you're asking God for help and grace and strength and wisdom if that's the case you can do all things through Christ whether you get a lot of generosity or you don't whether you're the one that always seems to be giving and never receiving you just keep on giving because Christ is your strength not the stuff, the generosity but it's Christ. You see, we don't ever need to focus on, on, on other things. Even if it's good things. Kindness, generosity, that's great. But Paul says, I've learned in whatsoever state I am, therewith to be content. And you know what really and truly, only the Christian can say that. That we've learned, whatsoever state, to be content. Why? Because we know the Lord. The bottom could be fallen out. And all hell breaking loose around us and we don't understand but we have a relationship with Christ that not even the devil can, can do away with we know the Lord we call on Him we can do all things through Christ and I think about I think about the needs in our church and, and I think about those that are, uh, that are struggling and those that need a touch from God I'm grateful this is not preacher talk this is reality I can do all things through Christ, who gives me strength. Paul is sitting in a, in a, in a jail, and and he is grateful for their generosity. But he has a proper perspective, whether they were generous or not. It wasn't the gifts that was his strength. It was Christ that was his strength. You know, I think about how we are today, and it can be compared to a a preschooler, right? You know, they go you go into Walmart and and they they look and and. Um, they, they grab something, want to have something. And uh, I, I remember, um, Matthew's not here, so I can talk about him. <laughs> I remember when Matthew was a preschooler, Valerie went to the grocery store, and there was something he wanted. And he pitched a fit. You, you know how it is. I mean, And you probably have witnessed those little preschoolers in, in the grocery store. They want something, and they kick and scream and fuss and all this, and the parents give it to them. That's why they act like that because the parents give it to them. That's the way we are, aren't we? We're so uh, selfish and and we're focused on things. Well, 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 Matthew learned a valuable lesson that day, and and, and that didn't happen that much after that, I, you know, and and. Um, and, and that's how we If we focus on stuff, we're going to be kicking and screaming and we're going to be miserable to be around. But thank God for those that are focused on Christ and those that know the Lord. And we can truly say like the Apostle Paul who was in prison, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Praise God for the strength of God. Praise God for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And because of Him, if I'm looking to Him, focused on Him, then I can say I've learned whatsoever state I am Therewith to be content. That's a proper proper perspective. But lastly, I want us to see that, that God-pleasing generosity is right. And it leads to blessings. We've already talked about how it leads to rejoicing, but it also leads to blessings. Notice with me in verse 14. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, look at this, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving but you only. I'm sure that meant so much to the Apostle Paul as he was in this difficult time and no other church shared in in the generosity and giving and receiving. And that meant, I'm sure, it was a blessing to uh, the Apostle Paul that the the Philippians, even in Paul's absence, they were still doing what they ought to be doing. And here they they were giving and receiving. Verse 16, For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once again for my necessities. Paul's writing to them and saying he remembers what they had done. But here it is again, verse 17, Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit, That abounds to your account. Why were they receiving fruit that abounded to their account? Because of their generosity to Paul. It reminds me of the principle where uh, Jesus talks about, and he reveals the fact uh, about that little nation of Israel, when, when Jesus says, when you've done it unto the least of these, my brethren, referring to the nation of Israel, he says, you've done it unto me. And there's that, that dialogue. But Lord, when did we see you naked and destitute? When did we see all this? And he says, when you've done it unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. We better be careful how we treat each other. Just like Paul remembered, there, there's an account. And God knows. And I pray that instead of treating people in an unchrist like unkind way that lacks generosity, that we'll treat them in a, in a Christ-honoring way, in a... In, in, in a generous way, a way that, that Paul remembers that the, the, the uh, Philippians treated him. He says, I don't seek the gift, but the fruit that abounds to your account. What he's talking about is blessings. you got blessings coming your way. You see, heaven knows. God knows. And, and, and they're, they're going to be blessed because of their generosity. Verse 18, Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to who? God. I just believe this baby shower that we're trying to put together on Tuesday, don't you agree with me that that's a sweet-smelling savor in the nostrils of God? That's what we ought to be about, reaching out, helping others, loving others. Stoney's dad, you know, they. I'm not sure, I, I hope Mr. Bob's Okay. But, um, but I, I pray that we will be kind and that we will check on, on, on Stoney and say, how are things going? I just want you to know I'm, I'm praying. And um, I pray that, that we will think of others and, and reach out to others. And that will be a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. But you know what stinks? is when we're selfish and we don't think of others. Somebody's world's falling apart, and we think, well, they probably had it coming to them. You know, somebody's going through difficulty, and we don't even think about it. We don't, we don't pray about it. God have mercy. Let's be a sweet-smelling aroma sacrifice to God. And then here's the wonderful, powerful truth here. They're gonna, they've got blessings coming their way for their generosity, but here's the truth. And my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory... By Christ Jesus, now to our God and Father, be glory forever and ever. Amen. The one that's going to give the blessings, he has an infinite supply. And we were reminded, last week I believe it was, when we started a new year, to remember where the blessings come. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. With who there's no uh, shadow of turning. God... God is sovereign. God never changes. He has an infinite supply of blessing. And He will meet even our needs according to His riches and glory. What a promise. You see, God-pleasing generosity is the right thing to do. It also leads to blessings, even blessings beyond the basic needs. And by the way, God will meet those needs too according to His riches in glory. What what a blessing that that is for us. So I pray tonight. Who... who is in your. Don't think for a minute that people that you cross paths with today is, is by chance. You know, it's happenstance, and it, there's no reason behind that whatsoever. Who are people that, that you cross, cross paths with each and every day that needs some good old Christian God-pleasing generosity? Boy, there's a lot of road rage, and there's a lot of anger, and there's a lot, there's a lot of that. People on edge all the time. Just can't wait to give you a piece of their mind. That's 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 our society. But you know what needs to stand out? Like a light in the dark is believers showing some good old God pleasing generosity, kindness from our hearts because we know the Lord. We want to please God. We love others because He first loved us. The Philippians, they showed that to Paul. And I pray that we'd be the same. We'd show that generosity. So, who is it? Maybe someone's come to mind tonight that we could show some generosity to. Maybe we've not even, maybe we've we've been unkind. We've we've not we've not we just need to check. Maybe we need to contact somebody and say, you know what? I've God laid you on my heart, and I just want you to know that. And if there's anything I can do, I mean it. I'm not just not not just talk. I know that's cliche a lot of times. You ever need anything? But I really mean it. You need anything? Just let me know. I'm here. I want to help, and I'll be praying for you. Heavenly Father, I ask tonight, Lord, that you'll help Liberty First Baptist Church to be a God-pleasing church that shows generosity to others. Because, Lord, you've shown the greatest generosity that mankind has ever known. And I pray, Lord, that we'll, in, in the same manner, that we'll show that generosity to others. God, as you're laying people on our hearts, may we not take it lightly. May we do what you would have us to do. Lord, to be kind and to show generosity to others for your glory. Help us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for those that are here tonight that's faithful to you, that's such a blessing to my heart. And I know it's a sweet-smelling aroma, Lord, to you, a sweet-smelling sacrifice and savor to you. Lord, may we desire all that we do to be pleasing to you, especially in this area of showing generosity. Lord, how I praise you lay someone on our hearts, God, that will reach out. You'll be glorified in Jesus' name. would you stand together as Donna leads us in the hymn of invitation as God speaks and God lays someone on your heart maybe you just want to come and lift them up to the Lord in prayer maybe you're burdened about somebody maybe you want to come pray for Reese whatever it is pray for the Dameron's whatever it is let's call on the Lord together show some generosity I don't know what you're going to face this week and with all the uncertainty and, and everything. We don't we never know what a day is going to hold. I'm, I'm so thankful for that reminder that my God shall supply all your needs according to His riches in glory. That's an infinite supply. And Then we think about His grace. His grace never runs out either. And we have His all-sufficient grace to help as we live each and every day this week. And I pray that that grace would... Would be, uh, would be poured out would be so evident uh, and, and be such an encouragement for each and every one of you this week thank you uh, for being here tonight and I pray that we will show some generosity this week and that God would be glorified and that we would be a sweet smelling savor as the Apostle Paul wrote concerning uh, the church at Philippi God bless you have a wonderful week and I, I pray we be together on, uh, on Wednesday night and um, hope you have a great week God bless